Hi, this is AJ Hogue. Welcome to the vocabulary lesson for Superior Man. Let's start. Our first word is intimate. Intimate. In the first sentence, David Deida says, pick an area of your life. Choose an area of your life. And he says, perhaps your intimate relationships. So intimate, intimate relationship, for example. Intimate just means uh, very close, very personal. So your intimate relationships are your closest relationships. You know, your husband or wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, you know, mother, father, daughter, son, those kind of relationships. Very close. Maybe your very close, closest friends. Those are your intimate relationships, your very close relationships. Sometimes if someone says your intimate relationship, no S, relationship, then they're usually talking about uh, someone you're dating or you're married to. So they're talking about your husband or wife, boyfriend or girlfriend. So sometimes it's used just to mean that kind of a love relationship uh, between a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. But sometimes it's a little more general, and it just means your closest relationships. So if, if there's an S there, intimate relationships, then we're talking about the, the people who are closest to you. Our next word is spiritual. He says, uh, perhaps you should think about your spiritual practice. Spiritual is similar to religious. It's quite close to religious. Spiritual, religious, very similar. The difference is that religious is organized, or religion is organized, right? So we're talking about Christianity, Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, Judaism, right? Those are religions. So if you're practicing one of those specifically, then you say, oh, I am religious. I'm a religious person. I am a Buddhist. I'm a very... You know, strong Buddhist. I'm religious. But spiritual is really uh, very personal. It's, it's not organized. You might say, you know, you have a, a belief about uh, God or you have a belief about, you know, the universe or about life. But maybe it's not Buddhism or Christianity or Islam. Maybe it's not a specific religion. It's your own personal feeling, your own personal experience. That's spiritual. Spiritual. So spiritual is the direct experience, the direct feeling. Religion or religious refers to something organized. Okay, so spirit, your spiritual practice, it's your practice or your, how you pray or meditate, for example. Okay, next we see the phrase, earn a living. He says, uh, are you currently doing something to earn a living that gives you passion. To earn a living means to make money. It really means to work. Usually, uh, it's how you make money. So you say, I earn a living by teaching English. Right? I make money by teaching English. It's my job. It's my career. Right, so to earn a living means to make money or to work. So in this article, he talks about earning a living. How do you earn a living? How do you make money? 
Does it excite you? Does it give you passion? Or are you kind of bored? Or are you afraid to do something better? Okay, so earn a living. Next, he uses the word edge. He says, uh, your edge is where you stop. He says, you have to go to your edge and go past your edge. An edge is a limit or a boundary. It's a stopping point. All right, so it's a limit or a boundary. Edge. So we have, uh, here he's talking about an emotional edge. Right, it means... Uh, it's, it's where you stop because of fear. It's your limit, your emotional limit. So you say you, maybe you have a good job, but you're afraid to start your own business. You want to start your own business, but you're afraid. Right? That's your limit. That's your edge, your stopping point. He says you must go past the edge. You must go past the limit. Our next word is compromise. He's, he says, do you compromise your fullest potential? Do you compromise your dream? A compromise has uh, different meanings. Uh, some of them are very positive meanings, in fact. But here, this is kind of a negative meaning for compromise. Here, this means to weaken, to make something weaker, to ruin it, to dishonor it. So if you compromise your dream, it means you make your dream weaker. So if your dream is to have your own business, your own company, but you don't do it, you just work a a really good job for someone else, you are compromising your dream. You're making your dream weaker. You're killing your dream. So he's saying, of course, don't compromise your dream. Don't weaken your dream. Don't kill your dream. Don't destroy your dream. Next, we have the phrase cater to. He says, do you cater to your fears? He's asking you, do you cater to your fears? Or do you push beyond your fears? Do you break your fears? Do you cater to them? Or do you go past them? To cater to something is to help it, to give help to it. It means to spoil it, like you spoil a child, right? You, you have a little child, and you give them candy and money all the time. What happens? The child becomes horrible, <laughs> right? So it's this idea. If you cater to your fear, it means you give energy to your fear. You help your fear. You're spoiling your fear like a child. It becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. So that's to cater to. Cater to. Cater to something. If you cater to something, you're helping it or you're trying to help it. You're giving it energy. Okay, our next word is delude or deluded. Here we're using it as a verb. He asks, have you deluded yourself? Have you deluded yourself and said, I am not afraid? Are you deluding yourself? To delude means to lie, to lie to. So if you delude yourself, it means you lie to yourself. You're fooling yourself. You're tricking yourself. 
So it's this idea of tricking, fooling, lying to. To delude. To delude is to lie to, to trick, to fool. To delude. To delude. Our next word is accompany. Accompany. He asks, Are you afraid of the change that might accompany a change in career? Okay, to accompany means to uh, go with, to join with, to appear with. So he's saying, uh, Are you afraid of the change in your life that will come with or go with the change in your career? They go together, right? If you change your career, then your life will also change. Your whole life will change. Those two changes go together. They accompany each other. They go with each other. So accompany means to go with, to happen at the same time, to be joined together with. All right, so happen with, go with, accompany, accompany. All right, next is the phrase, approach their edge, approach your edge, approach the edge. He says, some men fear the feeling of fear that happens when they approach their edge. So he's saying some men are afraid of fear. They're afraid of fear itself. And they're afraid of the fear that happens when they get close to their limit, when they get close to their edge. Right? If you're comfortable, you're relaxed, doing the same thing every day, you won't feel fear But if you approach your limit, if you try to go to your limit or past your limit, doing something new, changing, that's when the fear happens. That's when it comes, when you approach your edge, when you get near. To approach means to to get near, right? To, To go near something, go towards it, get near it. So if you get near your limit, your current limit, if you get near your fear now, well, fear gets stronger, stronger, stronger. But, you know, eventually you go past it, the fear disappears. But it's when you're getting close to changing, that's when the fear happens, when you approach your edge. Next is the word inspirational. He's saying, when you live your dreams, you have inspirational energy. Inspirational here means creative, creative energy, inspirational energy. It means hopeful, hopeful energy, positive energy. So inspirational means positive, creative, hopeful, all those ideas together. It's really all of those things at the same time. Inspirational, inspirational energy, inspirational energy, hopeful, creative, positive energy. And finally, we have the phrase, hanging back. He asks, are you hanging back? Are you working hard, but you're not challenging yourself? Are you working hard, but you're not trying to live your biggest dream? Are you hanging back? To hang back means to wait. 
It means to delay. It means to hesitate. So to hang back is to hesitate. To hang back is to wait. So he's saying, "Are you waiting? Are you just waiting? Are you delaying and hesitating, or are you really taking action? Are you really trying to live your dream? Are you taking action? Are you doing it, or are you waiting? Are you hanging back? Are you hanging back, waiting?" Okay, that is the end of the vocabulary for the superior man. Big smile. See you for the mini story. Bye bye.